SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Warning. The following program contains shocking content that may give you a better or worse than pessimistic hope on anything you like. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. If you buy the Section 110, $21,251. Each, $85,000. No transportation, no game day souvenir, no hotel, no anything. Just tickets to the game. Oh, your 55 experience, whatever the fuck that is at Super Bowl 55. I'm guessing that means you can walk through the turnstile. It's Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel. Welcome to Opposite Picks on Sports Grid Radio right here on Sirius XM Channel 204 and your local radio affiliate all around the nation on this glorious Sunday, January 31st. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next two glorious hours. Taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E. Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact shot icon and fire away. Emails, tweets, phone calls, little YouTube chat as well right here again on a Sunday, January 31st. Well, there's dumb and there's dumb and dumber. Deshaun Watson update. Who's in? Maybe this is why he's out. Uh, where there's a will, there's a way. Big Super Bowl bet. Big bucks for Brady on the Super Bowl. Trade wins in Washington. Self-reflection time in Washington. And read it and weep. We'll get to all those stories again. Plus your phone calls, emails, and tweets right here on a uh, Sunday, January 31st. A little calm before the storm. Not only with the Super Bowl, obviously, but with our weather as well. They're calling for maybe a foot of snow tomorrow here. Or later on tonight, actually, here in the New York, uh, New Jersey, and East Coast, Upper and East Coast uh, area. So uh, cross your fingers. So far, nothing. But uh, And you know how these weathermen can be and weather women. Uh, you know, it's a 50-50 proposition for sure. So a little, little, little calm before the storm. We'll find out what we get uh, in the next 24 hours. Got a lot of action uh, last night, that is for sure. Boy, late last night, uh, the big trade goes down. Apparently, the Detroit Lions and L.A. Rams hooking up as uh, Matthew Stafford is going to go from uh, Detroit to the Rams, and the Rams are sending uh, the uh, Lions... Jared Goff, not one, but two first-round picks and a third-round pick this year in a blockbuster deal. First time in NFL history, modern era, that uh, two number one overall picks are getting traded for each other. Boy, oh boy, we'll, we'll get into that. We got some NBA stuff. We got some college basketball stuff to get to. We'll have our, you know, daily uh, Deshaun Watson update. He's kind of thrown into this uh, Matthew Stafford trade here for various reasons. Uh, we'll take a look back at uh, some of the things that happened this past year. Uh, big bucks being bet on the uh, New England, or the, uh, the New England again, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then Tom Brady, who's set to make a, you know, a good, uh, good little chunk of change should uh, his team win the Super Bowl. And then uh, also we'll take Take a look back at the Nolan Arenado trade. Boy, it was a uh, 
A weekend for dumb trades, that is for sure. Uh, th th there's no two ways about that. Uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll recap our opposite picks. That had a uh, another stellar week once again. Cha-ching, cha-ching by going opposite. Don't do them on Sundays, although we will next Sunday with the Super Bowl with all the prop bets and everything else that are going on. But normally, I won't say, you know, it's a written rule, but, uh, you know, normally when I do them on Friday, uh, I have enough for Sunday as well, so. We don't do a new one. Welcome into the full audience here on a uh, six-minute after 8 o'clock Sunday morning. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking you right up until 10 a.m. Eastern time. Again, Monday through Friday, it's uh, 5 to 7 a.m. Sunday. I get a little bit of a break uh, sleeping in a couple of hours later. It is 8 to 10. So let's hop right to it. Big trade last night. Forget the NBA. Forget LeBron and, and, uh, and the Lakers beating the Celtics. Marcus Smart maybe blowing out his, uh, his Achilles or calf. Uh, not a good look if you're a Celtic fan. we got big news uh, coming from uh, that. And then uh, also a full slate of hockey and a full slate of NBA or, uh, college basketball. But well, we'll start with the deal with uh, the Stafford and, and golf. Here's my initial reaction to it. Uh, same as it was before the trade and same as it was when he was drafted and the same as he was when I was watching him, you know, blow game after game after game after game. And that is Matthew Stafford sucks. Anybody thinking the Rams made out of this deal, you got to be kidding yourself. I, I mean, I, I don't know what they're doing. Now, I don't I don't like it from either standpoint, but at least maybe I understand the Lions. And I'll tell you, I mean, you talk about the old boy network. It is amazing. I, f I forget what it was. It's funny. We went over the numbers Friday night when me and Dane Martinez were doing in-game live. We went back at FanDuel and checked. They had odds on, you know, where Matthew Stafford was going to wind up. Also, Deshaun Watson. And I don't remember what the Rams' odds were, to tell you the truth. I know the Jets were the number one choice for Stafford. I think they were number two or uh, for uh, Deshaun Watson. I think they were second on the list. I forget where the Rams were. I know Carolina was up there. Since they've been talked about Stafford and, and, and uh, Watson, but when you know after everything is said and done, boy, it's just logic, just just simple. The old boys network just came shining through once again in the NFL, as we see it time after time after time when it comes to head coaching and GM hires. Right? I say that because the Lions, you know, they fired their general manager, fired their head coach uh, this uh, past off season, and they hired Brad Holmes. Uh, who's that? Well, uh, he used to be with the Take a guess. If I told you, you could have one guess. If you didn't know, if you didn't follow this stuff religiously, if I told you after everything is said and done, where do you think Brad Holmes came from? The L.A. Rams. And then the light bulb went off, and it's like, ah, uh, yes. He comes from the Rams. He trades for the Rams quarterback. It's not that difficult. As I tell people, don't make this gambling stuff harder than it has to be. Simple logic said this bozo is going to trade for someone who was awful with the Rams. So we'll go into it all, all coming up, just getting underway on a Sunday morning opposite pick. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Jones finds that soft spot. Back chasing Stafford. He steps away, and Stafford looking deep for Quintez. Cephas, Cephas into the end zone. He's got it. That's a Lions touchdown. Yeah, there you go. 
little Lions celebration. They'll say they should be celebrating today, I'll tell you that, because I, I think they won out on this trade. Not by a lot, mind you, but uh, I'll tell you why here in a sec. But that is the subject of our poll question on this Sunday morning. Who won the Stafford slash golf versus two first-round picks trade? L.A. Rams, obviously, Detroit Lions, NFC North teams because they lose Stafford, gain golf, or maybe they gain golf. However you want to look at it, and NFC West teams as well because what? Because they gained Stafford and he sucks because they lost golf. I don't know. However you want to look at it, I threw it out there. So Rams, Lions, NFC North teams, or NFC West teams, you make the call. Get your vote in and we'll update that a couple of times. Early on, Lions getting uh, 41% of the vote, Rams getting 39% of the vote as far as who won is concerned. Well, he, here's why really nobody won, but if I'm going to pick a side, which you have to on these things, it was the Detroit Lions. But this, this trade does tell you a number of things. Let's first deal with the trade, all right? The Lions are getting not one but two First round picks next year, not this year's, next year's and the following years, 2022-2023, and the third rounder this year, and Jared Goff, who was the first overall pick like a few years back, right? I mean, so they're getting, not only are they getting, in their eyes, I assume, a number one quarterback, they're getting two first rounders on top of that, and they're getting a third rounder in exchange for what? Matthew Stinkin Stafford? Are you freaking kidding me? Are the Rams run by a bunch of idiots? I mean, are, Matthew Staff, I was debating on whether they would get one first-round pick. I figured there'd be some bozo GM out there that would say, yeah, I know he's 33 years old, or at least will be next week. I know he's never won a big game in his life, but you know what? Uh, it, it's a good story. He can throw the football 80 yards. Big stinking deal. But I figured there'd be some dopey GM that would buy into that hook, line, and sinker. But I didn't think he'd be buying into it hook, line, and sinker as much as they are. I mean, two first-rounders on top of Jared Goff, who was at, at worst at least a serviceable quarterback. I know he's regressed. I'm not a big fan of his. Never was. Uh, you know, I don't know what kind of uh, deal he made with the devil the one year they went to the Super Bowl, but he hasn't been the same quarterback since. We all know that. But at least maybe you could salvage something out of that. So not only are you giving up that, you're giving up two number ones on top of that and a third number one to a guy in Brad Holmes, the new GM of the Lions, that if he has this love affair with golf, you would think you'd be able to get a better deal dealing with him. Unless he knows, hey, listen, golf sucks. And this is what I think really happened. I think the Lions said, we want two number ones. And they went around the NFL, and the NFL people said, what are you, nuts? Have, have you seen Matthew Stafford play? I know you're a new GM with Detroit, but have you seen him play? Have you seen his record? You know, take, a look, take a look at the game films. He's awful. So they said, well, we want two number ones. I'm a new GM. I got to make my splash. This is my opportunity. I got to win over the fans here. All right, we'll give you two number ones, but in exchange, you got to take Jared Goff. He's like, well, I don't want Jared Goff. <laughs> Listen, either way, what are we going to do with him? We'll give you the two number ones, but we don't obviously need Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford. We couldn't afford that even if we did want that for some dopey reason. So here you go. We'll be the one team that steps up to the plate and gives you two number ones, but in exchange, you got to take uh, Goff off our hands. And then the Lions probably kicked it around and said, what do you think? Uh, we could get one number one. And, uh, you know, a lesser quarterback or no quarterback and start really from, from fresh or, you know, do you want to go with uh, two number ones and then a quarterback that, uh, you know, I don't know, Brad, what do you think? You know, he did have some success. Maybe we could salvage something out of this guy. 
And I think they said, all right, we'll, we'll try it. We'll, we'll take the two number ones and we'll take the quarterback that at least I'm familiar with. And I think that's how it really went down. Now, numbers-wise, I'm no cap expert. Uh, I'm not even going to pretend to be a salary cap expert. However, I will tell you on the surface, I don't know how this is going to get done. I know how the Rams can do it. I don't know how the Lions can do it. According to the books, from what I read, you get rid of Jared Goff and you're hit with a $22 million cap hit. Had he stayed on the team, uh, and, and uh, it was a $65 million cap hit if they would have cut him. But somehow or another, I don't know how this works out. Again, I'm not an expert. I ain't going to pretend to be an expert. Somehow or another, if you cut him, it would have been a $65 million cap hit for the Rams, which obviously they couldn't do. If they traded him, it's only a $22 million cap hit. I don't know how $40 million gets thrown out the window like that, but it does. But okay, I got $22 million in dead money on golf. But Matthew Stafford's cap hit right now is $33 million. That's, uh, last time I checked, $55 million of a cap that's going to be right around one hundred and eighty. So the Rams can kind of ease their way around that by offering up Matthew Stafford a contract extension. And you mark it down right now, 17 minutes past the hour on January 31st. The Rams will be giving Matthew Stafford a contract extension. There's no way in the world, if those numbers are even remotely close, there's just no way in the world they could survive a $55 million cap it or $45 million or $40 million cap it unless they just want to decimate their entire club, which they don't want to do. So figure them to give Stafford a contract extension He'll be 33 next week. He has two years left in his current deal, probably like a three- or four-year deal, and then you could uh, lower the cap hit from $33 million this year down to maybe $10 million. So that that's doable. Lions, on the other hand, they get rid of Stafford, according to the books I look at, say that the Lions have $19 million in dead cap money. Golf has a $35 million cap hit. Add that up, that's $54 million bucks. Same situation. They can't survive that, right? Right. Well, give golf a contract extension. Well, theoretically, you could. However, unlike with Stafford, who has just two years left, golf has four years left at good money. So you want to commit even more than four years to Jared Goff, who, you know, for all intents and purposes, could be on the streets after next season? Uh, you don't want to do that. So I don't know how the Lions are going to fit that in. I really don't. Um, again, e- even if those numbers are off just a little, which I don't think they are, but they could be with some of these rules and regulations. But you're looking at 50, 45, 40, 40 at worst. How are you going to fit that into a salary cap of $180 million? Now, I know the Lions stink, but still, that's a lot of money for one guy. So... Something has to have to get, get done with the, with the Detroit Lions. And they can't cut them because you'll go back to that $65 million cap hit. So they can't do that. So the, the Lions are going to have to figure out a way. And I think, again, that's where that second first-round pick comes into play. I think the Lions said, listen, if we're going to take this headache off your hand and we're going to be stuck salary cap-wise and we're looking at $19 million dead money with Stafford, then, then you you got to help us out. you got to compensate us big time, big time. And that's where the second first-round pick came into play. I wonder – if the if the Rams made this same deal to the Houston Texans, I imagine yes, right? I mean, if you could have Deshaun Watson or Matthew Stafford, you, you definitely would take Watson, right? So Jet fans, Dolphin fans, think about this. If it took the first overall pick in 2016 and two first-rounders and a third-rounder in order to get Matthew Stinkin' Stafford, who never won a big game in his life, 
What's it going to cost the Dolphins or Jets or any other team for that matter to go get Deshaun Watson? Who also hasn't won a big game in his life, mind you, but he's a heck of a lot younger and his future is a heck of a lot brighter than Matthew Stafford. You're looking at at least, and people scoffed when I mentioned this uh, last week, but you are looking at least, for the case of the Dolphins, two, in the case of the Jets, Darnold, and at least three number ones. At least three number ones. And if I'm the Texans, I'm starting at five number ones. And I know the Texans, you know, and the Dolphins and Jets will say, well, listen, you know, we're giving you two quarterbacks that don't have the uh, the salaries that uh, Jared Goff has. There's a different situation here in Houston, Texans. And if I'm the Texans, I'm saying I don't care. I'm giving you the better quarterback by far between, uh, you know, uh, uh, Watson and uh, Stafford. And, and I still got two number twos over there. Yeah, they're going to have to pony up at least three number ones. We're coming up. Golf and uh, Stafford. Wow, what a big deal. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Thank you, Burt, man. Top off the play fake, throwing. It's Reynolds, wide open in the middle of the field. Boy, five on the play clock. You got to get out. Goff, throwing. Akers out of the backfield for the touchdown for the Rams. Yeah, touchdown Rams, the good old days. Now you'd be saying touchdown Lions, I suppose. <laughs> Amazing. All right, opposite picks on this uh, Sunday morning, 26 past the hour, taking you right up until 10 a.m. Eastern time, breaking down the big deal late last night. It was reported by uh, the four-letter network, and then all the others confirmed. you got to give credit where credit is due, as uh, ESPN apparently, you never know with these things, uh, broke the story first. But I don't care. Let, let them argue with that. The story is out there. Matthew Stafford going to the Rams in exchange for Jared Goff and two first-round picks and a third-rounder. Yeah, so the Rams get Stafford, and the Lions get Goff, two first-round picks, and then a third-round pick, which is this year. Remarkable to me. But, again, I think that is more an indictment on how bad Jared Goff is. I really do. I think that is the line saying, we don't want Goff. You know, we're going to start a fresh – you know, we, we you know, if you're gonna give us golf, you gotta give us more than one number one. You gotta give us hell more than one than two number ones. You're gonna have to give us uh, three number ones. Well, we don't have a third pick this year, or a first round pick this year. All right, so give us uh, your highest pick, third rounder. Okay, we'll take it. And that's how the deal went done. And for all you dopey Ram fans that think that the LA Rams have now hit the you know Nirvana Nirvana here and, and they're you know they're gonna go back to the Super Bowl next year. You know, we have a good little saying here on Opposite Picks, and that is uh, don't let facts get in the way of a good little rant. All right, so you think you won the deal. You're not worried about the first-round draft choices. You're not worried about the third-round pick. You're not worried about losing golf. You're not worried about any of that stuff. Huh? You just oh, you finally, you know, you got the quarterback that you thought you were getting when you drafted golf five years ago, four years ago. Okay, uh, again, don't let the facts get in the way of a good little rant. First off, Stafford, 
Two years left on his current five-year contract, so you're going to have to re-sign him. He's going to be 33 next week, and ideally you'd like to have him play, what, another three, four years. So salary cap-wise and everything else, it would make sense to have him uh, get signed to a longer-term deal. Otherwise, you're going to lose two first-rounders for a guy that might leave after two years. That That's number one. Okay, no big deal. Uh, number two, um, Stafford, for his career, 74-90-1 in 12 seasons. 74 and 90. All right. And one tie. 16 games under 500, Ram fans. You gave up the first overall pick that you couldn't develop for some dopey reason, two number ones, and a number three for a guy who is 16 games under 500. A guy that has never, ever, ever, E B B E double R, never won the NFC North Championship. You traded two number ones and a third-round pick and the first overall pick in quarterback Jared Goff for a guy that has never, N-N-E-E-double-V-E-R, never won a playoff game in his career in three wild-card appearances, 0-3. Well, he's going to own our division, though, Scott. It's going to be a different story with the Rams. All right, you traded away the first overall pick of 2016, two number ones, should I remind you, uh, and a third-round pick for a guy that is 5-10-1 lifetime versus NFC West teams, 5-10-1. Well, that's different, Scott. Now he's with a good team. All right, and then I need to remind you that you gave up Jared Goff, first-round pick next year, first-round pick 2023, third-round pick this year for a guy who is 9-54 versus winning teams. Did you hear me? 9-54. I can get the quarterback from Topeka High to have a better record than Matthew Stafford against decent football clubs. This guy stinks. Has stunk. Will stink. Always has stunk. I mean, you you traded away the farm for a pig. Yeah, You, you didn't get the whole farm. You didn't get anything. You got the pig. Oh, that is a brutal trade. And now you're in salary cap hell, so now you're going to have to commit even more money to this guy. Oh, that's awful. For what? For Boy Wonder? I, I thought Boy Wonder was Boy Wonder. What What happened to Boy Wonder when it came to Jared Goff? What, what happened to Sean McVay then? I thought he was a genius. I thought he was the offensive genius. Oh, I thought he was so great. We got to raid the Rams. We got to get all his assistant coaches because anyone that just touches Jared or uh, Sean McVay is gold. You know, he's the antithesis of the coronavirus. You know, you don't touch anyone in the coronavirus, but oh, you touch uh, Sean McVay. Oh, my God. Hire him, assistant, coordinator, head coach, GM, you name it. Anyone anyone associated with Jared, with uh, Sean McVay has got to be a genius. So let's hire him, i.e., Brad Holmes. So what happened with uh, Jared Goff? He's the one exception. He's the one guy that the magical Sean McVay couldn't turn into a winner. If he was a loser there, he'll be a loser with Matthew Stafford. Uh, and, if, and if Goff is a loser, I give Jared Goff a better, you know, I can't believe I'm going to say this about the Detroit Lions, but I give Jared Goff a better chance of being successful than I do Matthew Stafford with the Rams. Matthew Stafford has been in this league a long time, people. And don't sit there and tell me, well, he never had any good teams. That's baloney. That Lions team have had some talent. 
You know, with Megatron, they had a great, I mean, you had a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Tom Brady can't say that. Tom Brady, you know, and I know it's unfair to compare him to Tom Brady. And you know what? There's a certain amount of truth to that. It is, you know, if you're going to compare yourself to Tom Brady, no one's going to win. I get that. But point is, you don't have to have, you know, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame wide receivers. But he actually had one, and he still couldn't win. He had the Indomitian Sioux, the Detroit Lion team, that actually were halfway decent, that really should have won those division championships. Or even if you said, well, they had the Bears or the Packers always a little bit better than them, okay, but you got to get to the playoffs more than three times. You got to win one of those playoff games. You, you just have to. 0-3, oh, I know they're all on the road. I get all that stuff. You have to find a way. If you're a good football team you and a good quarterback, you find a way. 9-54, and 54, that's the one. That's the one that stands out like a sore thumb. This guy was 9-54 and 54 against teams that ended up having winning records at the end of the year. That is just embarrassing. <clears throat> I don't care about his eight seasons of 4,000 passing yards. I don't care about throwing for over 4,000 passing yards this year. I don't care about throwing for 26 touchdowns this year. I care about 5-11 and 11 this year. That's, that's, that's what I care about. Anybody. Anybody can be putting up numbers in the NFL. We all know that. We all know the Matt Ryans and the Matthew Staffords uh, and all the other stiffs that throw big numbers at you. That doesn't mean they're a winning quarterback. It doesn't. Your record is what counts most of all. And at 9-4, and four, that's 74-90-1. They both stick out like sore thumbs. And if you think that's going to transform him being in an L.A. Rams uniform into Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Drew Brees or any of the other great quarterbacks in the NFL, you're kidding yourself, Ram fans. You mortgage your future. You gave up two number ones. It'll be five straight years now that they won't have a number one draft choice. Five straight. I'm not that big on that anymore with, with free agency being as it is, but still – that's a lot of years without a number one pick. And for, for what? For, for for Matthew Stafford? You know, if you if you make this deal for Deshaun Watson, okay, I get it. Young quarterback, future is bright, has already had some success. You know, not big time, but he's been in the league four years. Give the guy, give, give the guy a break, right? Um, then I understand, fully understand. But you're getting a 33-year-old broken-down quarterback, and you gave up two first-round picks on top of giving up on Jared Goff. I mean, you're telling me that you couldn't have gotten a number one pick for golf somewhere along the line? You're telling me you couldn't have called the Patriots up and said, listen, this guy can throw the football 80 yards. You know, he just can't throw it right, but he can throw it. You want to work with him? Give me conditional number one? You're telling me you couldn't have gone to the Redskins and, and, and gotten that? And and maybe, you know, up the ante a little bit for the Houston Texans in, in trading for, for Watson? Uh, I, I, that's amazing to me. That really is that they had to go two number ones. I, I guess the whole league is down on golf, but that tells you a little something. Uh, but but Matthew Stafford really brutal. All that's all he's gonna do is just put that dagger in Lion fans' hearts and put that dagger in Ram fans' hearts just a little bit more. Just you know because now the Ram fan thinks he's he's back. You know what? Uh, we got what the second best quarterback in their eyes. I mean, I don't think you think he's better than Russell Wilson, right? But I can see you thinking he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo uh, or Kyler Murray. You know, I understand that, but you know, it didn't help when you had Jared Goff. So I don't think this is a good deal at all for the uh, L.A. Rams, not at all. And for the Lions, again, I want to see how they figure out this cap situation. Uh, Fifty-plus million dollars on one guy in a cap that's going to be around one hundred and eighty million dollars. I don't know how they're going to do that. 
the worst thing in the world would be to extend him. I mean, he's he's got four years left. He signed the extension two years ago, but it doesn't actually kick in until this year. So he's got four legitimate years left in which you can't really cut him unless you just go into complete salary cap hell uh, over the next three seasons. So he he's your quarterback, uh, Detroit Lion fans, and and if you think that uh, you know he's going to Detroit, although I like I said I give him a better chance of being successful, but you got you. Let's put it this way: as much as I rip on Boy Wonder, if you didn't have success with Jared Goff with Boy Wonder, you think Dan Campbell's going to bring it out of Jared Goff? Uh, do you really think the Lions are going to bring out the best in Jared Goff? They haven't brought the best out of anybody, for goodness sakes. Uh, so let alone, you know, a, a mediocre, struggling, in the middle of the road, however you want to describe Jared Goff. I mean, that, that Lion team is just, unless they strike a home run with those first-round picks. That's the only thing, you know. Could the Lions call up the Texans and say, listen, you want three number ones and a number one quarterback? I got something for you. Maybe this is the start of something else for the Lion fan, but I kind of doubt it. All right, coming up 37 past the hour, Scott Wetzel, opposite picks on this Sunday morning. A lot more to get to. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. I think it's important for all of us to take some time, and I think, you know, when the time's appropriate, we'll have discussions with the players. I think it's important for us, whatever conversations that we're going to have with players about their individual situation, that we do it directly. Um, we do it face-to-face, and, you know, when the appropriate time comes, we'll sit and spend some time with Deshaun. But certainly looking forward to the opportunity to, to work with him. Yeah, he's our quarterback, and again, you know, once we have an opportunity to spend some time together, we'll, we'll further discussions. But can't tell you how much respect and admiration uh, that I have for him, for, for who he is as a player, and what he means to this franchise. bit from Houston Texans GM Nick Casario talking about trading Deshaun Watson as we go from one trade situation to another. You know, what's funny about that comment. I think they came on Friday, uh, you know, the appropriate time. And I'm saying to myself, you know, if, if I'm a Houston Texans fan or any fan for that matter, I'm saying to myself, are you kidding me? The appropriate time? When do you think the appropriate time is, if not now? <laughs> I mean, this guy has been telling the world that he wants to be traded. He's putting every indication out there that he no longer wants to be part of your program, your organization. He's taken down Houston Texans from his, uh, you know, God forbid, social profile. Now it just says athlete. I mean, what a baby that Deshaun Watson really is turning into here, I must say. But, you know, if this is not the appropriate time, what would be? What has to happen? in order for good old Nikki there, Nikki Quick number two, to say, okay, now it's the appropriate time. What, are you kidding me? You're better off saying, Nick, you know what? I've tried tracking him down and I can't find him. He's not answering my phone calls. You know, so he's a little upset, I guess. So we're going to have to have some things that need to get ironed out. 
Uh, but to make it seem, I know he's trying to do the right thing, I suppose, but to make it seem like he hasn't determined this to be the appropriate time yet. I mean, what are you, what are you blind? I mean, the, the, again, the guy is telling the world he wants out. I, I think it would behoove you to pick up the phone or, you know, even hop on a plane or get in your car and then go figure out where he is and have a sit down with him and just say, listen, I don't know what the owner told you. I don't know what promises were made. But you know what? I'm sorry. I can't be responsible for that. We want you here. We paid you. You're under contract. We're not trading you. So if you want to sit out, go ahead and sit out. But we're not trading you. We're just, we're just not. So you better come to grips with your situation because we have you under contract for four more years. And then we can franchise you a couple of more. I mean, you're here until, the, you know, basically doomsday. That's life in the NFL. So sorry about that. So you better get over any issues that you have. That's what I would do. I'm fighting fire with fire. But to sit there and tell the world that, uh, well, in the appropriate time, then we'll We'll contact him. <laughs> what a mope. Uh, so here's what, again, if it took the Rams two first-rounders and Jared Goff and a third-rounder, which is, you know, third-rounder's not that awful, uh, in order to get Matthew Stafford, who, again, is 33 or will be next week, never won a big game in his life, winless in the postseason, never won a division championship. I mean, this guy has done nothing. I mean, just nothing except co get coaches fired left and right. And it, it, it took a first overall pick and two number ones to get him. What really honestly is the price tag for Deshaun Watson? If the Texans finally just say, you know what? You win, Deshaun. We'll trade you. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll figure out what we can get and uh, we'll move on. Just, you know, stop saying things about our organization. Uh, what would it take? It, it, I'm telling you, you have to absolutely start with three number ones. And again, I do think the price tag on golf, uh, you know, comes with the territory of getting two number ones. You know, okay, we'll take golf off your hands and you're going to have to up that ante a little bit. It, golf is really uh, a negative in this trade, not not a positive. Uh, and you wouldn't have that with Tua with the Dolphins. You wouldn't have that with Sam Darnold with the Jets. You know, you wouldn't have that at all with the Washington Redskins potatoes. You wouldn't have any quarterback that you have to deal. You wouldn't have that at all if they were willing to go in division with the Indianapolis Colts. You wouldn't have that at all with the New England Patriots. So there are teams that they could trade that they wouldn't necessarily have to take a, a bad quarterback or a big contract back. But still, I'm, I'm the Texans. And, you know, it's funny also is when they held that press conference last week and they told the world that they were not trading Deshaun Watson, I heard a lot of people, and these people are idiots. Sometimes I'm amazed at the, the stupidity of my you know, cohorts sometimes. I heard a, a zillion people say, well, you know, what do you expect the Texans to say, that they're going to trade him? Uh, yeah. You know, well, why would they do that? You know, then they're basically showing their cards. Oh, I don't know. The Detroit Lions did that just a couple of days earlier with Matthew Stafford. And look what they got. They got two number ones and a number three and then maybe a serviceable quarterback. So they told the world they were trading Matthew Stafford. They, they put it out there. All right. You know what? Stafford wants to get traded. We're going to, you know, uh, acquiesce his wishes. And let's see what the, the best offer is. They, if you're, you're going to sit there and try and tell me they could have got a better offer if they didn't tell the world they were going to trade Stafford. Of course not. So if, if the Texans really wanted to trade Deshaun Watson at this point, yeah, they, they would have come out and said, okay, you know what? He wants out, then we'll, we'll get him out. It's simple as that. Uh, give me your best offer. They could have very easily have done that, but they didn't. So I'm going to take them for the word that they don't necessarily at this point want to trade Watson. I don't know if that'll stay that way, though. I, I think there will come a point in time where they're going to have to fight Deshaun. They really are. 
And then it's going to become a battle of wits. He's not walking away from 30 plus million dollars. He's not doing that. He's not going to sit there and hold out. Nobody, not, not with four years left on a contract. You know, maybe just maybe you do that with one year, but you're not doing it with four years. It, it would be silly because you're not even getting credit for that year. And, and even if you were, you still have three more. You, what are you going to sit out for the next four years? And then if I were the Texans and if you actually did that, I'd franchise your butt. I really would. So that that's not happening. Now it's just a matter of doing things like he did this weekend. You know, removing all references to Texans on his profile. You know, saying that the team isn't any good. Uh, you know, really talking negative about the front office and different things along those lines. I mean, you could make it ugly. I think eventually this is going to turn on him. I, and I really think it's at that point now where, and I like him, I defend him. As a Dolphin fan, I take him in a heartbeat. But I know there are a lot of Dolphin fans out there that are saying, you know what, this guy's acting like a baby. He really is. You know what? I, I don't want him. There's enough prima donna athletes out there. We don't need one on our football team. So you start doing baby things like taking the Texans off your profile. You know, LeBron did this dopey stuff two years ago with the Lakers, right? I mean, and they, these guys know what they're doing. You know, there's going to come a point in time where he's going to cross that line with the court of public opinion. Right now, the court of public opinion is on Watson's side. Texans are a mess. They're not any good. Trade away their best players. Uh, you know, fire a head coach. Bring in another guy. They don't hire the right, uh, you know, minority. They hire the wrong one, supposedly, not the enemy. Um, you know, you name it, you, you could label the, the Texans a mess. But again, and so everyone's on Watson's side. But eventually, he's going to say or do some things that are going to have people say, you know what? You're making $35 million. You signed the contract after they traded uh, your best wide receiver, if you want to go down that road. So you signed the deal. You made the commitment to the team. That was a year ago, for goodness sakes. Now, not two, three, four years. That was last year, for goodness sakes. And so what? You didn't get a chance to say who was going to be hired as the next GM or head coach, really? You're going to tell the whole world that you're going to be so pissed off at a club that you want out because you didn't have a say in who the GM was, even if you told, were told you would? Deal with it. Deal with the $35 million. Deal with going to the bank every other Friday with a seven-figure paycheck. Yeah, people, I'm telling you, people will turn on Watson pretty darn quickly, so he better be careful what he does. But again, back to the equation. If you're the Texans, you got to be starting with everyone, five number ones. There you go. Yeah, the quarterback? In his prime, under contract, four more years, wants to be on your team. You know what? Five number ones, and we'll go from there. If you have a quarterback that we like, and I'm not saying they should, but it, you know whether it's Philadelphia with Carson Wentz, uh, or heck, call up the Lions if you like Jared Goff. Uh, you know, there's a number of teams out there. Um, then, then maybe we'll lower that to four number ones, but. You get two number ones and a three for, for Matthew Stafford. The Houston Texans right now, they got to be smiling. Because even if they were talking to the Jets and Dolphins, and the, and the Jets and Dolphins were like, no, we're not giving you two and two number ones. That's just not happening. We'll give you two and one number one, but that's it. Same thing with Darnold and the Jets. You know, We're not giving you both our number one picks and Sam Darnold. Not happening. He was a top five pick, just like Tua was. Not happening. But now... Now, the Texans, you can go back to the Jets and, and the Dolphins and say, you know what, you're right. 
Yeah, Tua and, and uh, you know, two number ones, we were wrong about that. And, and to the Jets, you know, Darnold and two number ones, yeah, you, you were right. We were wrong about that. It, it's not going to be two number ones. It's going to be three number ones, you know, because this stiff who's never won a big game in his life, uh, who's over the hill, you know, clearly on the downside of his career, uh, brought back two number ones and the first overall pick from a few years ago. So, yeah. Houston front office folks can better be smiling today because they were given a gift yesterday with this deal with Detroit and the LA Rams. Definitely. All right, 844-843-6879. Again, 844-843-6879. Quick little spin around the, the uh, diamond and everything else yesterday. I say diamond, but really basketball and hockey. Uh, NBA will start Lakers and Celtics. Uh, Lakers do win by one, you know, uh, as um, – the Lakers not only won the battle, but the Celtics may have lost the war as well. Marcus Smart with a calf strain didn't look good. This is not just a typical strain. He had to be helped off the court. Uh, if this guy didn't blow out his Achilles or rip his calf or something serious, I'd be surprised. Uh, he just went down. You know, when you bang knees or something, okay, you get it. But when you just go down, the number of times that injury isn't something severe that you could count on one hand. He's standing there. He's looking to grab a rebound. He's going up against Anthony Davis. He just went down. I mean, that is all the earmarks of a ripped ACL, MCL, torn Achilles, something along those lines. You don't have just a strain when you're not running to. You're, heck, you're not even running up and down the court. That's that's not a good look. Kemba Walker misses a, a, a shot at the jump at the buzzer that could have won it for the Celtics. You know, the first shot that this guy makes uh, at a big-time level will be his first. I, I mean, he stunk in the postseason. And I, I, show me one time where he's hit a shot at the buzzer to win a game for the Celtics. Is there one? It's amazing. Jimmy Butler returns for Miami last night. They, they beat Sacramento 105-104, 30 points for Butler, who missed the last 10 games with the coronavirus situation. So good to see Miami get back in the win column, even if it was by just one point against the Queens. Rockets won their fifth in a row. How about that? Beat the uh, Pelicans in New Orleans, 126-112. All of a sudden, the Rockets team, not bad. You know the Rockets are better without Harden than the Nets are with Harden? Amazing. Phoenix beat Dallas, the Mavs 8-12 this season. Luka Doncic afterwards saying he's fed up with the team, he's disgusted. Second-year, third-year player saying he's he's disgusted with the team. <laughs> How bad must things be uh, in, uh, in Dallas? 8-12. and 12. Out of all the teams, out of all the surprises, up, down, sideways, everything else, that's got to be the biggest surprise. Utah, a little bit of a surprise, but they were pretty good last year. Um... You know, uh, Brooklyn, obviously, with the trade, so that's not a surprise. Indiana, a little bit of a surprise at uh, 11 and 8. But you look at the uh, Dallas Mavericks. How many people would have had Mavericks at 8 and 12, sitting with the third worst record in the Western Conference after what they were able to do last year in the playoffs? I mean, people thought, myself included, that they were going to be one of the big three in the West and really challenge the Lakers and Clippers for supremacy. And, boy, not the case at all. At all, 8-12, and 12. Uh, they've lost five in a row, eight of their last ten. It's, it's, you can't even use the, the COVID situation as an excuse. I mean, they got all their players. It's just, uh, you know, they got to be pulling their hair out trying to figure out what's going wrong with that basketball team. I mean, that that's horrible. That is just horrible. All right, more coming up. Scott, let's watch 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. SportsGrid is available on the radio, internet, TV, satellite, and don't forget our mobile app. So if you're not getting it, you're just not trying. Keep it right here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, let's update the poll question on this uh, Sunday morning. Coming up on 58 minutes uh, past the hour, taking you right up until 10 a.m. Eastern time. Here's Julie Scott Wetzel. Who won the draft? Uh, who won the uh, the trade uh, last night? Uh, not, not a little popcorn radio. Nice simple question on this Sunday morning. Uh, Stafford and the uh, L.A. Rams or the Lions with golf and two first round draft choices. So far, the Lions. Getting uh, just over 50% of the vote. Good number of voters in there so far. You got the Rams at 35%, NFC North teams at 12%, and NFC West teams at 2%. Uh, take that as you wish, whether it's because they lose golf, add golf, or gain uh, Stafford or lose Stafford. But Lions at 51, Rams 35, and then the uh, NFC North at 12%. We'll update that a couple of more times before we're through. Go to your opposite picks uh, Twitter feed to get your vote in there. Updated odds on FanDuel. Next up is the Sean Watson, as we're discussing here. So far, interesting here. A couple of little things. Jets remain the favorites at plus 230. Texans are down to plus 260, which it was 5-1 to one that he was going to return as of Friday night when we looked at these numbers Friday. Uh, and now it's down to plus 260, which I find interesting. Carolina's 3-1. to one. Uh, Dolphins are 7-1. to one. All this talk about how the Dolphins and Jets are his uh, two main teams that he'd agree to trade with. Because remember, he does have a, uh, no trade clause. Uh, and yet they're 7-1. to one. That's not, you know, if you're a Dolphin fan as I am, that's actually not a good sign. Uh, you know, that, that tells me that FanDuel knows that, you know what, they're not, they're not picking them up. And they're going to entice you as much as possible to bet the Dolphins at 7-1. to one. That, That's real, uh, I'm not happy about that. And the Lions are still on the board at 22 to 1. So that notion I gave you, and this is updated, the Rams aren't on the board anymore. So that notion I gave you that the Rams can now take golf and, and uh, some of those first round picks and trade them to Houston, not out of the realm of possibility. Not at all. All right, one hour in the books, one to go. Scott Wetzel on a Sunday morning right here on Opposite Picks, Sports Good Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. 